0: take your balloons to the next level as we delve deeper into what truly makes a professional balloon artist with your host Zivi Kivy now welcome to the balloon artist podcast
1: Hello Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. We are back. This is season 7 and this season is called The First Years where we explore the first few years in the journey of becoming a balloon artist. There's so much that have been happening since season 6. I've been very busy. I'll share with you some of the things that I've been up to after the interview, but first of all, you know, let's enjoy some of those Young, talented artist that has so much passion in their eyes and in their voice. Let's hear Ryan Wheaton. Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Evie Kiwi, and today our interviewee is Ryan Wheaton from West Bloomfield, just outside of Detroit, Michigan. Ryan is a teacher for more than 13 years and has been into balloons for the last one and a half years. He's a dad himself. And I'm so excited to talk with you, Ryan. I had the privilege of not just talking with you, but also to see you face to face with this Zoom tool so I can actually see the passion you have in your eyes when you talk about your journey in balloon land. So hello, Ryan. How are you?
0: I'm doing well this morning. Well, at least this morning for me. How are you?
1: Cool. Thank you. Uh, Obviously, when we do the interviews, I'm from Israel, you're from Uh, just outside Detroit so definitely there's a big time gap over there and thank you for taking the call. I know these are like the last days of August when we're recording this. It will go live somewhere uh, later this year in 2018 and then you know you have as a teacher you have the last few days of prep work I guess before going back to school.
0: Yeah tomorrow um, I'll be going into my classroom. I went in on Friday and then this week um, I'll be going in to work on my classroom. We've got meetings that we have to go to. And then the students start a week from Tuesday.
1: What ages do you teach?
0: Um, I teach high school math, uh, 11th to 12th grade. So like 16 to 18.
1: Oh, wow. Those are uh, big, big kids. Uh, <laughs> yes, big. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I know you have two kids. Really, from from the get-go, like... Who is Ryan, and what is the role of balloons in your life?
0: So, like you said, I've I've been teaching for thirteen years now. My two passions that uh, I decided to go into teaching for were math and French. So those are the two things that I studied. And one of the big things that was uh, I really enjoyed doing before I really got into teaching is uh, I lived in Europe and I, and I taught English in the south of France for a year, and that was a, a huge passion of mine, just getting to know other people and other cultures and traveling. So it was something that I, I really enjoyed doing before I got into teaching. And so now I've been teaching math only for, uh, like I said, the last, that would taught English for a year and then I've been teaching now for uh, about 12 years in Michigan. Um, as far as balloons go, I, kinda, I got into balloons through the Avenue of Clowning about a year and a half ago. Uh, It was something that I've been interested in in getting into for a while, but really didn't find a way of uh, getting any education in it or, you know, true aspects of the business itself or how to do it. And um, a local Shriner, his name is uh, Rick Gaines, started a uh, clown college in the area. And that was the very first one that I went to about a year and a half ago. And at the clown college, he did uh, a small workshop on balloons and that was really my first true introduction to um, doing balloons myself and so that was where I was introduced to it and from there it just kind of grew and grew and grew.
1: I want to focus just a bit more on on that very first step before we go on how you mm-hmm. know, you, you grew in the last one and a half years when, and I'm sure you like if we Look at what you do nowadays with balloons, and look back at what you did in the first days. There's a, a huge gap, as well as there will be a huge gap, like six months from now and a year from now. And that's a part of, of why we' focus on this season about uh, the first years, because those are so dynamic years, uh, that so much things are happening, we learn so much, and it's really exciting. Uh, but you went to a clown college knowing like that, what would you like to achieve? What were your expectation there?
0: I don't know, Clowning was something that's, I've always been interested in, in learning more about that I've wanted to do. I really didn't know, really didn't have any expectations. You know, I was just hoping to walk out with more education as a teacher. It was just kind of, um, you know, an experience. I wasn't sure what I was gonna take away from it, but just trying to get the most out of it that I possibly could. You know i not only did i I get to meet Rick and learn from Rick but I also got to meet um there's another entertainer there that I've kept in touch with but you know I'm not sure what it was in particular that struck me so much with balloons I, I think part of it is my my math brain it's very you know my geometric brain uh it's it's been interesting even over the last year or so every once in a while, I'll just stop and I'll look at an object and I'll start seeing like the angles and then i'll like think all right how could i twist this how could i turn this into something so i think a lot of it is my math brain that i have and i use every day that really kind of intrigued me and being able to put shapes together and create something new
1: you really remind me of myself when i started i was in computer science and I had a very good memory for details and so like understanding all the twists and remembering the shapes wasn't very hard for me, but, but it yielded immediately great results because people were shocked that I can do so many different designs and the math brain of yours, you know, the scientific side of things of looking at, at, at it was overworking with me as well. So I really can relate to that. And back then, were you also teaching kids that were, you know, 16 to 18 years old or yeah, high school?
0: Yeah, high school is the age group that I've been teaching the entire time since I started teaching. Yep, except for I taught slightly younger kids when I was in France. But uh, once I got back to the United States and started teaching, I've been teaching high school the whole time.
1: And I have to ask because when I look at those high schoolers ages, I all shake with fear because those are like really big kids. And <laughs> they're, they're, they're not going to be gentle with you or laugh from you if like, laugh with you if you do something clownish they might uh, later scorch you you know with their with their words so how do you how how did you find the bravery and how do they respond to to what you did at the beginning
0: all right so after I went to the clown college and got introduced to balloons then I picked some balloons up myself and I just kind of started watching YouTube and learned some very basic things, um, over the next couple of months. So that was, I would say like June of last year. Um, and then over the summer I kind of learned some very basic things watching YouTube and stuff like that. And then there are, there's a club that I've been uh, in charge of for eight, nine years now at my school called varsity club, which is a club for student athletes and gives them opportunities to volunteer. And so Halloween of last year, uh, there's a large event that I do and we get kids that volunteer and pass out candy for little kids that trick or treat around a park. And I talked to the director and I said, hey, you know, I've got this new skill of balloons. Is there some way that I can incorporate that and maybe do something a little different this year than we have in the past or at least at one of the stations. So he thought it was a cool idea. And so originally I was I had never done line work or anything like that before but I decided, all right, well, I can do, you know, a couple of different things when these kids come around, and I also asked uh, a couple of my students that I was really, uh, I knew really well that I thought might be uh, interested in doing this with me, and I taught them how to do a sword and a dog, and I think that was about it at that moment in time, and so it was myself and four of my students, and for two hours straight, it turned out to be just a sword fest. It was literally, we just cranked out sword after sword, after sword, after sword. We, we wanted to do more, but um, that was kind of all we had the ability to do uh, time-wise because we weren't very fast at that moment in time. But uh, it was really cool because the other kids that I got involved in it really liked it. They saw the, um, the enthusiasm from the kids that came around and got the balloons from us and enjoy the interaction with the, the kids as well. And so it was really neat to, for them to have that interaction with the younger kids um, and to kind of see that blossom inside of them too.
1: Wow. So your first gig was as a producer. Was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's really cool. Like In years from now, this, this memory is going to be so ironic. You brought passion to... You know, you, show, you, you had the opportunity of showing your students, your, your high schooler students, show them how, how fun it is to make other people happy. So right. by, by drafting them into this volunteer work that you were involved in, uh, and this community work as well, it's very, it's very good for the community to do what you did. Um, you were able to also, you know, lure them in, not lure, but, but kind of show them the... the the fun of volunteering and the fun of balloons at the same time. So what happened next? How did it evolve? So
0: um, I've got, so I had a couple of kids, one of them in particular, his name was Steve, that was there with me. And he, uh, it, it's a very small community that I teach in. I, I would say tight knit, not necessarily small, but tight knit community that I teach in. Um, and so One of the kids that had gotten a balloon from us that night, um, he went to one of the after school programs at one of the elementary schools and Steve was friends with one of the workers there and they had got to talking and found out that one of the kids was just so upset because his balloon animal had popped after he had had it for days and days and days. And this, I think it was like four years old, was just so upset. So Steve said, well, I was one of those guys. I'm going to come in and I'm going to make you a new one. And so for these preschool kids, he went in on his own, unbeknownst to me, and he made these little kids balloon animals. And then he came to me afterwards and said, hey, I went and I did this. It was a lot of fun. You know, maybe we could get a couple other people and we might be able to start doing something with this. And that was kind of how um, what we now have is a balloon club at the high school, and I'm the one in charge of it. Um, that's how it came to fruition, and that started November of last year. So it was Steve, and then I've got three other students that were part of it, Nick, Nate, and Nolan were the four of them throughout this past year that we would uh, we would meet. I would show them something, and, and throughout that time, I kind of – played teacher and I would go home and I'd look up YouTube videos and I'd find a couple of things new and then we'd meet and then I'd show them something new that I learned in the past week or so. And so it was kind of trying to stay a couple steps ahead of them, but we were all kind of learning together at one time. And so um, as we were, I was teaching him stuff through the idea of, of Steve, my, my student that had the original thought of this, every Wednesday we would go and we would visit one of the after school programs at the elementary school. And we would make balloons for the kids after school, and so there were usually between uh, two and four of us that would go each week. And we we started in November and we went all the way through the end of this past school year and volunteered every Wednesday for the kids after school.
1: First of all, that Steve he is a damn clever kid.
0: He just graduated, and um, actually, funny enough, I was. Just talking to him not that long ago to see how his move into school went. We still keep in contact and he's, he's an amazing individual.
1: Yeah, that sound, really sounds like it. And, and, and you were really pushing through like you really did it. You formed up a club in your high school uh, where you basically have to learn how to do balloons in order to teach how to do yep. balloons in, to, to, those, uh, to your kids, to your uh, students. And... Then later you will volunteer every week. Who will pay for the balloons?
0: So at the beginning, it was, it was strictly out of pocket. It was, um, I was paying for it myself just because I saw the, the enthusiasm of these kids, my students, um, enjoying this. I had a lot of fun doing it as well. Um, and it was great because they were pushing me to learn more. And, you know, it was very cyclic. And then I would show them stuff and it was great. Well after I want to say about a month and a half or so of us doing this some people in the school district kind of caught wind of what we were doing obviously I went through the right channels and you know I talked to the director of our after school programs to do this but there weren't a lot of people actually in my school where I teach that actually knew what I was even doing one of the people inside of our school that's in charge of our clubs and organizations she said hey you know I think we could we might be able to at least, you know, pay for a bag of balloons here or there. And I was like, All right, that's awesome. That's great. So um she said, you know, what you're doing is awesome. You're connecting these older students with these younger students in our district, you're providing a service for these kids. You know, everybody's having a great time out of this. And, you know, I, I wish that more people would do things like that. And so I I want to support you any way that I can. And so even just, you know, getting a, a bag of you know, two hundred and fifty Multicolored balloons you know every couple months it was great that was nice to, to have the backing of somebody at school that and, and it actually got a lot bigger and my administrator found out about it and he talked to me about it he thought it was really cool and then once i i got more confident in what i was doing our club kind of grew a little bit and by the end of the school year we had a few other kids that i had talked to or some of the other kids that were volunteering talked to and on Friday morning, it, turns out, it turned out to, we were meeting twice a week. Friday morning was just kinda to practice and to play. And um, we have other kids that would stop in. And then Wednesdays, we were still going and volunteering. So we were actually up to meeting twice a week by the end of the school year.
1: Can you paint us a picture like, so that we will have some visuals? What mm-hmm. type of, like, are you using only to 60s? And what type of balloons are you doing? Now it's yeah. like at the, end of, at the end of the process
0: so pretty much yeah we're only using 260s um i'm at a point where i'm starting to do more but as far as the kids in the club go there we're strictly doing 260s um one of the things that's that has been harder uh and i'm hoping that as the years go on and we get some more consistency with the kids that are in it that this won't be the case and, and i'm totally fine with it but we would have you know we'd have somebody new and so we would stop and try and teach them you know, one or two things, you know, a sword and a dog. Well, that was one Friday. And then the next Friday, you, know, you might have a couple of kids over here trying something that they've learned before, but then we've got somebody new come in. So then I'm teaching a sword and a dog again, starting from the beginning. And so every week i try to at least throw something out, but we only had about a half an hour, 40 minutes in the morning. You're restricted by time. I try and throw out some new stuff. I would say most of the kids could probably do maybe four or five things consistently. But then a couple of the kids that I've got, Nate and Nolan, who are my officers and like officially helped me turn this into a full-fledged club, fill out the paperwork and all that stuff this past year, um, they really got into it more and are, are doing a lot more with it. They're watching videos on their own now, and they're starting to do more stuff too.
1: Did your passion with this club that you formed, did it actually materialize in other aspects of your life? Like, do you also do gigs? Did, did you charge money for, for it as well sometimes? Um,
0: so mainly what I've been doing is volunteering. We, so like I said, we did the Halloween event last year. We also ended up doing Easter as well this, uh, in the same past school year with the same group of kids. Uh, we did an Easter event. Over this past summer, another gentleman that's an entertainer in the, the area, Mark Boiteau, I met him at the Clown College, the first one that I went to uh, last year, and he got in touch with me. He's, uh, I've met up with him, and we've, I've done a, a jam or two with him, and um, I've just called him every once in a while when I've needed some advice or some help on stuff, too. And he got a hold of me and said, "Hey, you know I need an extra person for some line work. Would you be available so this past summer in June, I was actually able to go into a Saturday and got paid for the first time ever, which was wonderful. Um, you know i haven 't uh, gotten myself out and, and promoted myself to the point where i 'm really working on on getting paid for it. Not that I would mind it, but i 'm not very business oriented." Uh, It's not my avenue, you know, as a teacher. I did, last week, I was contacted through one of our counselors at our high school, and she um, was contacted by a woman in children's shelter for abused women, and they were doing an end-of-the-summer barbecue, and so they needed some entertainment, and I went and I did that last week. I made, for my son's birthday in July, you know, I I go on and I follow a lot of people on Instagram now. And I, like I said, I'm constantly trying to push myself. So I taught myself how to box weave just by looking at a a picture of somebody had a, a number, I think it was a number two or something. And so I made a five for my son's birthday. And I posted it on Instagram. And one of my coworkers asked me if she could pay me to make one of those for her daughter's birthday coming up in September. So that'll be my second time getting paid to do this.
1: That's so cool. The, the things that you go through are really the first few steps along the way of a balloon artist. And it's okay if you, uh, you know, just stay in the hobby zone and the volunteer zone. That's it's just a fun activity as well. But the balloons has this nature of sucking you in. Oh, yes. <laughs> deeper and deeper because of all the... It's really like if you know one mathematical... Um, a principle or a way to solve a puzzle and then they show you this second level of, of, a, of a riddle and you suddenly, you know, start to understand it and you know you just need some, some one more tool or two more tools and you will be able to solve a, a harder a puzzle and a harder puzzle and eventually you just learn more techniques and you're able to express uh, yourself uh, in more ways. But it's kind of you're in the, in the step where, where balloons are like a language like you're learning the words and you're learning how to p- compile a sentence. and But after you know those, it beca- it starts to become artistic because you are actually selecting which word will come first and which word will come second. And you're starting to build uh, bigger things like you just mentioned the box with. The box with and with in general are, are, uh, are very mathematical in nature. Mm-hmm. But once you combine the weaves together with anything else you start to get some pretty impressive sculpting which is you know very artistic eventually have you ever considered yourself as an artist
0: so funny enough i i never really have but i have some friends that are artistic and that are artists themselves and um we I had some banter with one of my friends a little while ago after I started posting some stuff on Instagram and she had mentioned something about like, you know, how artistic and how cool it was that I could do this. And I was like, well, you know, I guess I do have somewhat of an ounce of artistic ability in my body. Um, you know, I, I never really have, but one of the things this I I was, towards the end of this last school year so i'd say probably may or so just before then was when i started to understand more so the useful like the true usefulness of some of the twists like a pinch twist it shoots me 90 degrees right and that was when i had that that thought like all right that is the true usefulness one of the true usefulnesses of this like i can make this a right angle awesome that's my math brain talking right but that was one of the things, like the epiphanies that I had. And when I started to understand more and more of how I can put this stuff together, then I've really kind of, kind of taught myself how the balloons work together. I do a lot of freehanding, where one of, for example, one of my coworkers retired this past year that I was really, really close with our German teacher and I sculpted her dog for her. And she's very, she loves her dogs. They're, they're her, her fur babies, she has two older children that are, one of them actually just got married this past week or so, but she just oh head over heels with her her animals. And so I found a picture of her dog and I actually sculpted a large picture of her dog for her. And she was one of my big proponents that uh, really pushed me with my balloons this past year. She thought that the club was so cool and um, a lot of the, the students that were working with me were also her German students. And they would run back and forth and show her the new stuff that they did. And she had a whole corner of balloons in her room that we would make for her. And she loved it, too. So it was, it was sad to see her go because she was such a champion for what we were doing. But uh, I loved it. So.
1: so how old are your kids and how do they respond to that?
0: My oldest just turned five. And my youngest will be three October 1st. I mean, they really like it. They, they think it's a lot of fun. I like it because of their thought and their imagination that, you know, instead of me trying to think of, all right, what do I want to look up to learn? I use them as my bank. What do you want dad to learn? What do you want? What do you want? And so, you know, they'll come up with stuff that I wouldn't even necessarily think that, oh, why don't you learn how to do this? Why don't you learn how to make a butterfly? Why don't you learn how to make a rhinoceros? I don't know. You know different things like that that i wouldn't necessarily sit down and say all right how do i do this so that's been fun and then also they my my oldest in particular i turned into a guessing game he's he you know he's not very patient uh as he's five years old but i try and work on his patience with him. dad what are you doing dad what are you doing dad what are you doing but he loves it when i'm done and um you know a couple weeks ago i I saw a picture on Instagram of a big backpack. It was like a jet pack. And so it took me a little while to put all that together, but when I was done with it, he uh he wore that thing for I don't know, three hours before he took it off.
1: That's really yeah. fun. Can you share with us who are your balloon heroes and where do you learn your balloons from?
0: So like I said, the the Two guys locally that I've um, that I've learned from originally Rick Gaines, um, who is also known as Shifty the Clown uh, in the area, and then he's the one that put on the, the Clown College last year and this this year as well. And then um, Mark Boyto, who is um, an entertainer, he does balloons and he's also a ventriloquist and does magic and stuff like that. So locally, they're the ones that I kind of go to when I learn new stuff. I'll send them pictures and get feedback from them, and there have been super helpful. Through you, I got introduced to the Balloon Artist College and actually this past week I did the Balloon 101 majority of that class with Cody Williams and that was really helpful. I, even after doing this and for over a year, I still learned some new stuff from that. So that was, that was really fun and I was pretty proud of myself. I learned how to, I was able to um, get the one-handed dog down this past Wednesday. So I was pretty proud of myself. I was showing that off to some people.
1: <laughs> oh, that's that's really impressive. And like you mentioned, basically our our twisting one-on-one course, which is free, uh, and the, basically also a, a way for you potentially to. You I mean you can even use that in your club, and that is. Well, you know what?
0: when I was so here's the funny thing is when I was going through, I was sending messages to uh, my officers that are you know in charge of the club, and I'm like, all right, guys we're going to have to show some of these videos. Like these are really good videos. I'm learning stuff. I said, and I think it'd be great for, you know, kids in the club to see somebody else that's, you know, do this too. Not just me stand up and teach them all all the time every week too. So yeah, no, it was great. Um, I think it's an awesome resource for sure. I'm trying to think. Um, Other than that, there's, there's a lot of bigger names that I follow on, on Instagram and stuff. Who else is uh, Buster balloon? um for sure and mark burns cody williams like i said oh uh, rob beljunus so yeah there's a a lot of them out there that i i try and follow and you know I'll, i'll take screenshots of stuff and try and like i said i i don't necessarily go and always look up videos i find fun in trying to figure it out myself that's what i really like to do so i'll take screenshots of stuff and then i'll just sit and play um and that's kind of where I'm at with this. Like I said, I, I don't do this professionally. It's, it's more of a hobby right now when I do the volunteer stuff. But um, my, my math brain likes to try and figure it out. It's like a puzzle, like you said. And that's I enjoy so, that.
1: that. That's so cool. Look, you are really in the beginning days of your journey in a way. And it's all exciting. And, and you learn stuff every day that you, you try. And I, you have... Um, you have scheduled for yourself ways to practice which is just phenomenal for your growth you will grow that way much faster because of your you know twice a week uh, sessions with uh, your students and I, I bet that also you learn out of those two times a week do you learn how often do you learn
0: well, like I said, I try and at least come up with one or two things new and push myself so that I've got new things that I can come to the club with and teach them. But also, you know, I think in, and I think any teacher can tell you this, anybody that teaches, you know, in teaching, you learn much more in doing something over and over again or teaching it to somebody else. You know, that I think that was when one of one of those epiphanies came in in terms of like, all right, pinch twist right angle like it just kind of happened one day and it was through me teaching somebody else that it just kind of visualized and happened but also oh i got um oh what's that the big book of balloons the it's yellow it's spiral bound do you know what i'm talking about Uh, no no we Uh, don't have
1: the same books in in israel
0: oh right, right right sorry i didn't think about that um Hey, it's it's a, kind of a, a beginner book over here and so I actually I ordered that off of eBay and for our club and so that's also been a fun thing. We'll pull that out on, on Fridays and just say all right we, let's all learn something together and, and that, we'll do that too but it might be something that I don't even know and then we'll figure it all out together which is also fun. So it, yeah.
1: Yeah it is uh, funny you say like how let's figure it out. Um, You guys, I think, are just that close to being ready for going through uh, the Figure It Out course. The Figure It Out course is also free on Balloon Artist College and it takes you from just knowing balloons as a twister to actually thinking in with this system of how to figure it out, how to actually take anything you want and remake it from balloons and how to combine a few balloons, how to use the linearity principle. Linearity is very mathematical. And the whole system of how to artistically create a design um, is, is systemized in a way that is more scientific. And like you need to decide the proportions and all sorts of things like that. So I really think you will enjoy that. It's free on the Balloon Artist College. Just look at the free tab. Under okay. free process. Uh, just like the, twist, the twisting one-on-one, we really believe in education uh, and many of the things that we have are available for free. And of course, not all, but the, the, the basics of going deeper and deeper into this journey are usually for free. And I want you to, I, I would really appreciate if you check that out and give me your feedback because I think your club will love that. I think what you're doing is great. I really want you to know that uh, not just on the sense of volunteering with a purpose, like with learning a skill and learning some art form even. And even if it's just on the level of entertaining, entertaining people, entertaining kids, that's something that brings so much joy to the world. Like to, to have those kids forget for a second the fact that maybe they got pissed by something that happened to them, or maybe they got uh, they, they have some lack of of warm emotions, like they don't feel enough love in their life for some reason, or or any, any sorts of, of hurdle that they go through, but for a min- minute minutes every week they get that balloon and they forget about it entirely and they they express this connection with the community and with the older kids and, and showing those kids like the power of, of persistence and the power of, of studying and the power of learning skills, that's all very, very, very valuable stuff. And I, I know how smart you are. You will go deeper and deeper later on with this rabbit hole because it's just fun. It just really is great is. fun. And eventually, you know, even if you don't do it ever for... As a hustle, like as, as something you do for money, it doesn't matter. Look, we have some of the best balloon artists in the world are actually hobbyists. So we have, like, we have different types of balloon artists, those that doesn't make any money from balloons, those that make part-time money, and those that are full-timers. And in all three categories, we have people that went all in with the artistic side, with exploring. New uh, technique. So, with just improving themselves, at a, at, at a, for a long time, and with persistency, so that eventually they will get to be well known in the balloon industry. And you, Ryan, my friend, um, are welcome to, to 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 use you know balloon artist podcast as a resource. It's free and balloon artist college and. I would encourage you to send me a couple of pictures. We'll put that on balloonartistpodcast.com. And then, you know, six months from now, a year from now, whenever you feel like it, like you've improved much, uh, you can send me a couple of additional pictures and it will create for you this kind of milestone. This is when I interviewed, I was interviewed last year and this is where I am now. And kind of like a benchmark because you're going to look back and chuckle a bit because you will grow that's just the way it, right. it goes and uh, in these years in the first few years it's really great fun to do so.
0: Oh the other thing I was going to say too is um, the podcasts are great too. Um, there's your, your podcast and then there's an, another one here in the United States that I listen to and just I actually just used one of your tips. Uh, I listened to this show about. Line work is dead, or whatever that one where you were giving a bunch of tips on um, you know how to do games and stuff like that. I actually used the guessing kind of kind of tur- turned the little volunteering thing that I did this past week, and I kind of did the guessing game a little bit with the kids, and and did that just to kind of keep them entertained, and it it worked really well. And the the professionals that that ran the the home came up to me afterwards and said. I don't know how you got those kids to sit there for an hour and 15 minutes and keep their attention. They're like, they don't do that. (laughs) So it worked really well.
1: That's so so cool. Thank you so much for sharing. The the fact that you were able to, you know, in the first uh, few experiences of your life as a balloon artist to immediately try out the guessing game and see that it actually can work. You know, you just saved between five to 20 years that other people had to go through in order to actually see that um, sometimes you don't have to put people in line in order to entertain them with balloons. Um, Yeah,
0: no, I mean, it it helped um, as well because it was a small group of kids. It was only about 10 kids or so. But at the same time, you know, it would be different if I was just saying, all right, what do you want? And then I stand up there and make it as opposed to all right, I think I know what, what you're going to want. So, and then I start doing it. And then, you know, what do you think I'm doing? And then, you know, you can turn it into something fun and they think it's something different and kind of act silly and pretend like it is that thing for a second. And then you keep going and add more to it. And yeah.
1: Hey, Ryan, I have sent you a link. Just while you were talking, I couldn't help myself for three months of uh, free access to everything we got in Balloon Artist College. The entire oh. the entire vault. Um, now you need more than three months to actually go through the entire thing. So just like you teach your kids on, you know, once a week and you or twice a week, uh, you don't need to to try and see everything in there. Just choose the stuff that actually can help you in your volunteer work. I want to support you through that. Um Thank you much. You know, the things that that are academic and fun, like even the puki experience, which is a drawing class, a drawing class on balloons and teaching the, the kids this extra art form of drawing on top of balloons, that might be something that will open them to, 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 to other artistic skills. Um, even uh, like the Mat Falloon experience, it's, it's more advanced. So you can do that, use that as a challenge. Like, let's see who can, who can manage to keep up with Matt Falloon because he's, uh, he's using the most advanced techniques uh, in the book right now. So I highly recommend you check it out. It's at the beginning of the school year. So really a nice opportunity for, for the club to form up and, and use this resource. Even if you just use the free courses, like twisting one-on-one and figure it out, that by itself can could be fun, so you can learn by yourself and then later pace it out throughout the year
0: mm-hmm. well thank you so much. I appreciate that
1: cool and keep us posted like we would love to learn more about what you do, your volunteer work in the Facebook group balloon artist. We would like to you to take the habit of of keeping us updated from time to time so that we see. These inspiring projects, because uh, really balloons are a message as well. They, they just bring people a moment of joy, and you've been able to use that for community work and for for showing the kids uh, in in your area how how learning a skill can actually be beneficial. And in the world today, where kids are so obsessed with the phone and with their instagram accounts and i don't know what probably uh other social media media as well uh like snapchat and stuff to give them this moment where they actually stop everything and learn and see the benefits of it that's that's some powerful stuff man
0: i I love seeing the the connections between the kids in my club and the younger kids and when the, the younger kids, their faces light up and then the older kids get to see that and experience that and make that connection, like you said, it's, it's awesome, it's awesome to see. And even though you know, their skills are nowhere near the professionals or anything, um, even just knowing basics and just knowing you know four or five things, it's, it doesn't matter. It's just awesome to get the kids to make that connection and it, making that, bridging that gap. Between you know the old 16, 18 year old kids and you know these I don't know eight, ten year old kids. It's really cool to see.
1: Wonderful. Hey man, thank you for sharing with your story and your 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 inspiring activities with uh, balloons and with your community. I hope that you will uh, keep us updated with the pictures or with uh, uh, with the post here or there and. It's been a pleasure to talk with you man. I, I really do hope that uh, you will enjoy the the next few steps of the process uh, it's It's really a fun process to go through deeper and deeper into balloon land. This journey you've been in in this journey for like a year and a half now. It gets better all the time it's just so much fun
0: well, thank you so much i I really appreciate it and um, there aren't a lot of things that I say until one o'clock in the morning to do, but I was looking forward to this and have been for a while. So thank you so much for inviting me
1: on. Cool. And thank you uh, guys for listening for this episode with Ryan Witten. And I will see you guys next week on the Balloon Artist Podcast. Well, that's a wrap for this interview. Chapter one in Balloon Artist Podcast season seven. I want to share with you a little bit about what I've been up to, you know, Me, Zivikivi, also known as Ziv Raviv on Facebook, been quite busy on actually buying a company in England. Uh, The company is called Magician Business. It comes with a few names like the Kids Entertainer Hub and the Kids Entertainer Academy. And uh, very importantly, you know, know, the Kids Entertainer podcast. We've been back in season on the Kids Entertainer podcast for quite a few weeks, and I have been uh, waiting to yeah uh, you know see how i adjust my life around podcasting so that i can manage to provide high quality episodes like this one and like the ones that i create with co-hosts actually on the kids entertainer podcast to make things even uh, more complicated i have another podcast that i'm running in parallel which is currently on break uh, and that is the generous marriage podcast So a lot of things that I do for free for helping people, you know, with their journeys as a balloon artist wanting to become a balloon boss, as a kids entertainer wanting to be the best version of yourself as a kids entertainer, and also with the generous marriage podcast trying to help people overcome some some day-to-day hurdles like the hurdle of communication with your spouse. All of those are things that I'm very passionate about. And I've decided to up my game and collect everything that I do under you know one brand, uh, which I call uh, Kiwi Media. So if you want to check out you know my portfolio of podcasts in general, you can just go to kiwimedia.co. That's you know kiwi k-i-v-i and then media dot co. I'm really excited about the upcoming season. The interviews are amazing. The people are passionate, and their journeys are going to inspire you and then some. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode, first episode of season seven. Please, 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 if you did enjoy this episode, touch base with me in the Balloon Artist Facebook group. Let me know if you liked the episode. Let me know what you think. Uh, And if you do want to be on the show, we have a few slots available. If you've been in this industry for less than four years, that's the season for you. And if you are a veteran, we will work on season eight soon. That's it for today. See you guys next week on the Balloon Artist podcast. And don't forget to come and say hello on the Balloon Artist Facebook group. What's up, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation? This is the tip section of season seven, chapter one. And the tip of today is related to the upcoming holiday season. You know, Thanksgiving is just around the corner when you hear this in, in, in November of 2018. And uh, later on, we have Christmas and stuff like that. And that is an opportunity to think about gifts. And gifts is something that some of you you will give gifts, some of you will receive gifts. And I recommend to let people know what type of gifts you want to receive and not to forget that actually a, a gift can be something that is not physical. You know, we buy so much stuff that later on we need to actually, you know, Arrange in our homes and it clutters our homes and that clutter even have an effect on your business. So you can actually buy something that is totally digital and give that as a gift or tell your family your parents, your spouse that you want that type of a gift this time What could be a digital gift? Well, it can be time you know, time with someone can be a gift. It can be you know, a subscription for a gym and you, you, or even just uh, like 10, 10 entries for a gym or something like that, if they support this type of model, and that way you can get to exercise. It can be a gift which is a photo shoot opportunity where you know they hire for you uh, for two hours, uh, some someone that will take pictures of you professionally and of your balloons. That would be a really cool gift, and of course. You can even ask people to support your journey and buy you a course on Balloon Artist College or even a membership, uh, which, by the way, these days, the membership on Balloon Artist College comes with a special option where you can join and cancel anytime and you can even try us out for as low as 10 bucks or if you go to balloonartistcollege.com slash club. So, guys... Thank you for joining and I hope you've enjoyed this episode. See you next week.